Thank you for downloading this podcast from BJOG with Editor-in-Chief Michael Marsh. Parents who consent to post-mortem after termination of pregnancy for congenital abnormality or stillbirth or neonatal death usually do so because they feel that the post-mortem examination helps to explain what happened and because they would like to know whether future pregnancies would be affected. And they're correct in thinking so. In one quarter or more of cases, additional information that changes the underlying diagnosis or the information given to parents during counselling may be acquired from a formal autopsy. Even when an anomaly has been identified antenatally with ultrasound, where there is often agreement between prenatal ultrasound diagnosis and full post-mortem results, post-mortem still adds useful information in a small proportion of cases. The most recent Embrace UK perinatal mortality surveillance report indicates that although the offer of post-mortem to parents was reported in 98% of stillbirths and 81% of neonatal deaths, uptake and consent for post-mortem for stillbirth and neonatal deaths remains low at 49% and 29% respectively. In the adult setting, there is good evidence that giving senior residents formal instruction regarding obtaining permission for autopsy may double post-mortem uptake, suggesting there may be remedial deficiencies in the training of how to obtain consent for these procedures. Two common reasons for declining post-mortem, accounting for more than half of cases, is the belief that the baby has already suffered enough, or because of concerns about disfigurement of the body. Conventional autopsy involves invasive components such as in situ macroscopic and histological assessments of the brain and the internal organs, as well as non-invasive ancillary assessments, including post-mortem plain film radiography, external examination of the body and laboratory tests. The term minimally invasive autopsy has been developed to describe a range of less invasive ways of obtaining post-mortem information without open dissection of the body. Together with ancillary assessments, minimally invasive autopsy may give sufficient information for a diagnosis to be made without the need for full autopsy. Typically, minimally invasive autopsy involves sampling tissues by either needle biopsy through the skin or keyhole endoscopy techniques. In 2011, the MRI autopsy study evaluated the clinical usefulness of minimally invasive autopsy as an alternative to full autopsy finding concordance rates with conventional autopsy of 95% in foetuses at 24 weeks gestation or less, 96% in foetuses at more than 24 weeks gestation, and 81% amongst newborns aged one month or younger. A recent study into the acceptability of minimally invasive autopsy to healthcare professionals reported general agreement that autopsy was important in providing additional information for future pregnancies in medical research, with minimally invasive autopsy being significantly more acceptable across a range of ethnic and religious groups. Having the option of minimally invasive autopsy was also thought to make discussing autopsy options easier. A major issue with post-mortem consent processes highlighted in this study was that a very low number of professionals had formal training in autopsy consent. Many agreed that having additional educational material or even witnessing an autopsy themselves would be beneficial. In this issue of BJOG, Lewis and colleagues report the results of a mixed-method study that included an 859-subject survey and 20 interviews with bereaved parents to determine whether less invasive methods of autopsy would be acceptable to them and would be likely to increase the uptake of consent to post-mortem. 
Overall, 91% of participants indicated that they would consent to some form of less invasive autopsy. 54% would consent to standard autopsy, 74% to minimally invasive autopsy, and 77% to non-invasive autopsy. Regarding parental preferences, 46 preferred minimally invasive, 31% preferred non-invasive, and 14 preferred standard autopsy. Their qualitative findings suggested that parents valued non-invasive autopsy because of the lack of any incision, and that minimally invasive autopsy was considered a good compromise, as it enables tissue sampling whilst easing the parental burden associated with consenting to standard autopsy. Embrace UK recently recommended that, quote, all parents of babies who die should be provided with unbiased counselling for post-mortem to enable them to make an informed decision. Yet formal training obtaining consent for post-mortem is lacking within the obstetric community. Improving training and education about obtaining post-mortem consent, which must include information about newer, less invasive procedures, is essential to improve patient care after pregnancy loss. Thank you for listening to this podcast from BJOG. We have been reporting the best research in women's health since 1902. We are keen to hear your views. Tweet us at BJOG Tweets. You can find more podcasts at www.bjog.org.